0: Welcome back to the Be A Better Ally podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. A number of you reached out after I dropped that episode of the NEASC Sustainable Innovation Podcast a few weeks back to ask me more about the session that I was hosting in Boston. Um, One listener in particular reached out and said, Trisha, I see the title includes AI Literacy, Media Literacy, LGBTQ+, Inclusion and I really don't understand how those things intersect. So I wanna to talk to you a little bit about the conversations I was having in my session, and then also make sure that you've got some resources to explore. And I thought this is a great week to be doing that because this is often the time of year that we are maybe catching up on some great media, some new shows, some new movies. Um, we maybe have a little more time for that book that we've been wanting to read. And when we are talking about our media diets, we're often talking about algorithms because we have recommender systems. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how that resource, the free guide for media routines for your year, taps into some of the conversations that I was very fortunate to be having in Boston last week. But first, let me open with two different Quotes. The first quote is by Brian Christian. This is from his book, The Alignment Problem, where he he writes, quote, Our human, social, and civic dilemmas are becoming technical, and our technical dilemmas are becoming human, social, and civic. An example of this is, I think, the way in which we cannot be talking about bullying in schools without talking about social media. We can't be talking about social media without talking about how we can help students have better relationships, both in that space and with the technology itself. The second quote is actually a tweet, uh, and this is from a few years back. This is actually from June 7th, 2019. Dana Piccoli, the editor of News Is Out, tweeted on that date the following, quote, quote, If you want to know why we keep needing and pushing for more LGBTQ characters in TV and film, it's because people are less likely to hate us, want to hurt us, kill us, if they can see us and understand us. It's about more than seeing ourselves. It's about saving ourselves, end quote. So the big umbrella question that I asked school leaders is, Which literacies do our students need us to weave together just a little more tightly? In the news this past year, we've seen an Iowa school district use chat GPT to ban books. We've seen educators be using AI detectors and not realizing that those detector systems have bias baked in. They don't work, they have a lot of false positives, and they're more likely actually to do harm and to report that non-native English speakers are using AI, when perhaps they are not. So again, this idea of AI literacy, media literacy, LGBTQ plus inclusion, it absolutely is interwoven. If I were to ask you, those of you who might be on Netflix or another streaming media service, what percentage of their content do you think you consume that's recommended to you by their proprietary algorithm? What percent do you think that is? Well, this is something that I love teaching as part of media literacy and AI literacy. Netflix posts a lot of their research and from their own findings. 80%, 8-0 80%, percent eight zero 0 of what people play on Netflix comes from the recommender service. Now, maybe on the surface, you're thinking, Trisha, so what? Why might that be problematic? Well, putting aside how that might be creating sort of a, an echo chamber of if we consume only what comes back to us again and again, that's one part of it. The other part of it that I find um, when I'm talking to teens and even when I'm talking to adults about this is that they don't often realize the thumbnails. When you open up Netflix, those thumbnails that you see, those have also been customized. The algorithm is helping to shape what you even think that show or that film is about. I will link in the show notes some great research that comes to us from Niko Pakchevik, where he actually has this great illustration of how the Netflix recommender series, uh, service will actually try to make you think a certain movie might be a romantic film or a sports film, even when it's not. They will take a clip from that film that appears to be romantic or athletic and show it to you as bait. There have also been reports of some folks saying, I think that this is trying to make me think there might be queer representation in this show or this film when there's not. I personally have experienced that. I wanna to quote to you from a moment from Nico Pakchevich's 2022 research. Quote, the distribution of film and television and therefore our consumption patterns will increasingly be in the hands of semi-autonomous algorithmic technologies. So the question that I would ask of you, what are you doing to slow down and to model a little bit of reflection? To think about something that I consumed recently, how did I find it? Who or what recommended it to me? And why did it resonate with me? I think we want to sustain a conversation about how recommender Services are showing up in our lives, in our families, in our professional teams. And I think that we can do this not just with TV and film, but I think it's a great idea to be doing it with the advertisements that pop up in our social media. Last year, according to the FTC, and again, I'll link to this research in the show notes, some teens in the U.S. see approximately 1,200 ads every day via social media. So if we're not building in conversations about what they are seeing and why, and some questions to ask about those advertisements, I think we're really missing out on a momentous piece of learning. It's also really, I think, critical to show teens that you can click on those little three dots on an ad and learn a little bit more about how they can customize their ad Preferences. It's a great experiment for us as adults as well. Dig into some of those settings. Now, this is also linked to AI literacy because Meta, those are the folks behind both Facebook and Instagram, they've said that in the US they will have a labeling system to let us know when a political ad has AI generated imagery. So I think we are just a short hop, skip, and a jump away from needing to think more and more about how AI and AI-created adverts are being used. Now, listener, I also want to make sure that when we're talking about social media and we're talking about young folks, that we are testing and checking our own assumptions. There's even more research that I want to link to over there in the show notes. This comes from Pew Research 2022. Did you know that rough, roughly 4 in 10 teens say that their experiences on social media are actually better than what their parents think? And yes, more research from Axios 2022. Did you know that almost 70, percent of LGBTQ youth polled in the annual mental health survey from the amazing folks at the Trevor Project, they said they found more validation and community online in social media than they did at home or in school. So there are some really pivotal, critical conversations to have about social media and our media diets more broadly. If you are looking for a few routines to set up, and I'd encourage you, think about these routines not just for the classroom, but for your home, I've got a link over there in the show notes that has a menu of four different options. If you plan on using any of those options, I would love to hear back from you. And as a nearing the end of 2023 challenge and perhaps a thank you, this has been a year that I've received so much email, so many questions about the intersection of equity and AI work that I am doing. Many of you know that I have a self-paced course via shifting schools that folks can explore. And if, this is my big ask, if you're willing to leave this show, the Be a Better Ally podcast, a review on Spotify or Apple or Pods, and you email me, my email address is in the show notes, if you email me to let me know that you've left me a review this year, it would mean so much to me. It also helps the show grow. This has been by far the biggest year of the podcast to date. If you leave me that review and you let me know that you've done it, as my token of gratitude and my, my showing of how much that means to me, um, in exchange, I'd love to offer you a free pass to that intersection of equity and AI course. So if that's of interest, again, you'll find my email over there in the show notes. I hope that this episode has just sparked a little curiosity about how when we're talking about DEIJ, when we're talking about inclusion, we've gotta make time and space to be thinking about AI literacy, how algorithms work, the influence they carry, how that shapes the media we consume, and how that media, how those narratives influence the way we see ourselves and our community at large. Thanks again for tuning into this episode. See you again next Thursday.